Amen. Amen. Well, um, much like I guess uh, Karen last night, you know, she she said she felt like she wasn't that prepared, but uh, <laughs> because I was supposed to speak on Saturday, but hey, you know, uh, the Lord said, hey, go ahead and speak now, you know, and and being obedient, I'm, I'm doing that. Um, in in the essence of what we've kind of been going through, I guess yesterday. Um, this is going to kind of be a little prelude, a little follow-up as to what we talked about, and uh, it uh, the topic I'm going to speak on tonight is, is that you, Lord? Wow! Did you hear the way I said it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just it wasn't a statement. It was a question. Is that you, Lord? How many times have you all done that? Yeah, plenty. How many times have y'all done that? I've done it a whole lot, right? Is that you, Lord? Because I just, I, I wasn't clear. I wasn't clear. I, I was hearing things, and I just wasn't certain if that was God speaking to me or it, or if it was uh, uh, me getting in the way of what God had was trying to tell me. And, and so I was studying out, and I've been thinking about it uh, over the last uh, month or so, uh, I had an opportunity to go to Dallas and, and help set up a shop for the job down there in Dallas. Uh, spent the whole month of August there. But leading up to August, it, it, that question came to my mind quite a bit. Like, you know, hey, is that you, Lord? <laughs> are, are you telling me to, that I need to go halfway across the country and spend a month away from my comfort and from my family? Is that you? I guess it was because I went and I came back, right? <laughs> so, so he he answered that a month later. Yes, that was that was that was me speaking to you. Um, questions in my mind. I was wondering, you know, if if I should take the opportunity. Uh, you know, I was talking to my wife. She had absolutely no idea that I, I struggled with those decisions. Like, you know, um, I like I was scared. There's no other way I can say other than I was scared. There was a there was a level of fear there that uh, it was hidden. She didn't even recognize it. All types of thoughts and were coming into my mind. And so we talked about fear last night. I mean, it, it, everything that could possibly happen could happen. What if the plane crashes? What if it floods while I'm out there? Because my mama, she was so scared for me to uh, go down there. She's like, you don't need to go down there, boy. It's been flooding down there and them tornadoes. And I was like, well, Mama, there's floods here and it rains here, okay, you know. You know, but I was listening to all these things and all these reasons as to why I should not step out on faith and move. But I know now why I was so hesitant. And it's because I had that question in my mind. <laughs> Is that you, Lord? So now I was struggling, not struggling, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, how can I, you know, clear my mind from this point on so that I'm a little more clear well a lot more clear is if it's God speaking to me or if it's me there has to be some direction out there there has to be something that I can do so that I am walking in I guess liberty and so that I'm walking in, in, in purpose and not having to uh, doubt if it is the Holy Spirit speaking to my spirit and my spirit speaking to my mind right so uh, uh, there's some steps here that I have, um, and, and uh, before I start, I want everyone in here, you know, we all have heard, he who has ears to hear, 
let them hear. <laughs> All right? I believe everybody in here have ears, right? All right, we got two of them. I want everybody to listen this evening, right? Because this is more going to be a lesson for me as well as I hopefully you all can pull something from it. Because I, I want people to understand that, you know, uh, God is not the author of confusion. And, and, and knowing that, we should be walking and have some sense of clarity as to his direction for our life. So how do we get that? I don't know about you all. We have uh, old TVs or old radios. Let's talk about radios back in our days. Uh, so the younger generation may not know, right? But we have radios. You got a receiver, right? And the receiver was set up so that you, you, you turn it on, you went to a station, and you were expecting to hear what was on that station, right? That, that's how it worked, right? So my receiver, let me pull up my scripture here, because I'm going to take you to Jeremiah 29 and 13 first, okay? And uh, Jeremiah 29 and 13 says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all of your heart. First thing is check your receiver. Check your receiver. Do you expect to hear from God? That's the first thing. If you're going to check your receiver, first of all, you've got to be expecting to hear from God. God is not going to yell at you. It's not going to be loud. You may not hear all the thunderous booming going on outside. You don't, you don't know how it's going to come, right? But I know the word says it comes in a still, small voice. Right? 1 Kings 19.12. God communicates from his spirit to our spirit. And then our spirit is going to actually speak to our mind. All of this is in your receiver, okay? Your receiver. You've got to be able to, you know, receive, right? That's the first thing. Then there's something uh, they call, and I, I was searching this, and it's called inward witness. What inward witness is, it requires a closeness to God. So, you know, so a receiver who is intact and ready to tune in to the voice of God is the one who is expecting to hear from him and is willing to learn to know his voice. First of all, you got to be ready to tune in to the voice of God, right? So when you turn on that radio, you got the radio, in, 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 you know, right there in front of you, right? You know exactly what you were listening for. You didn't know if you were going to the hip-hop station, if you wanted to the jazz station, but you knew I, I got to get the 97.9. And when you got the 97.9, you expected to hear something there, right? So when I have my receiver, my receiver is going up. I'm in the receiver, right? And I've got to tune in to my God channel. I've got to expect that he's going to speak to me right then and right there. There can't be any doubt. Does that make sense? All right. Second thing is, we've got to find his frequency. We have to find his frequency. John 10, 4 says, And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. They know his voice. 
Now, how many of y'all uh, remember back in the day when we had antennas and stuff on our TV, right? And and we're, we're we're sitting there, you know, we 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 find the station we had to listen, to, we we had to find, right? So we put it on the U station, and we we knew that we know it was there, right? But then we had to check the frequency. The frequency was those antennas. We had to move them all different kind of ways. We had to do this. We had to wrap tinfoil around the thing in order to find the frequency. We were right there, you know, I was right there. We was almost there, right? Now, what we never did in those instances, you know, we never questioned if something was on that channel when we got there. But we knew it was going to be working once we got to that station, right? We knew it. How do you locate your frequency that God is using to speak to you? How are you doing that? So it's one thing to say, you know, okay, well, I got my receiver. Here I am. Okay. I'm looking for the channel. I'm tuning in, but how do I find that particular frequency? Now, most of us, a lot of times, and I know I did it, I'm looking for big things. I'm looking for uh, something that just, just stands out to say, okay, oh yeah, I know I'm here. I know that's God speaking to me. It's right there. It's clear as day, but it's not always like that, is it? It's the little everyday things that require us to be obedient. That's the frequency. That's the frequency we own. When God is telling us the little small things that we sit back and we think is nothing throughout the day, that's actually the Spirit speaking to you. That's God speaking to you. It's the little small things. We don't even think about, think about it. So a lot of times we go through the day and you know, we ask God for forgiveness and this and that. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I did this, I did that or whatever. But you know what? We should also give ourselves credit because it was those little things that we did. We didn't do it on our own accord. We were tuned into the right frequency, so we made the right decisions. We did the right things. Does that make sense? Good, good, okay. So we're on the same page. Now, the next one we're looking at, you have to learn to discern his voice. Learn to discern his voice. So if you look in John 10, 27, it states, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now, my sheep hear my voice. Who are the sheep? Are we a sheep? He knows his sheep, right? Are we following him? How many of y'all had, you know, received phone calls from your loved ones and this and that? And as soon as you, uh, you know, you, you, you pick up the phone, this is before we had call ID and all that kind of stuff. And as soon as they start talking, ah, I know exactly who that is. Right? Because you knew what? You knew their voice. We should be that way with God. We should be walking down the street. We're getting ready to go to the left. We should be going to the right. And all of a sudden, we're like, ah, man, that's God. <laughs> I ain't got no reason going over the way. I need to be right over this way. Let me turn. That's what we got to do, y'all. We, we, we got to know that we're going to be receiving, you know, that call from God. Now, the more time you spend with God the more you're going to be able to discern his voice. We, we talk about it all the time in this church. We must meditate on his word day and night, right? So the more time we spend filling ourselves with worldly things, the harder it's going to be for us to differentiate between the spirit of God and our own thoughts. 
That's exactly why it was so difficult for me to say, yes, I'm going to Dallas. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Boom, boom, boom. No doubt about it. God told me I'm going to do it. I'm out of here. You know why? Because all these worldly things started coming in my head. All these fears Karen talked about. All those things that, you know, just would hinder me from walking in my purpose came to my mind. Those are worldly things, right? So it became hard for me the months leading up to my trip to Dallas to see and to understand that, hey, this is where I need you at this time. I have need for you in Dallas. I have people there that need Ed Bobbitt. Not just to teach them about a product and about what we're doing and this and that. The number of lives that I touched out there was amazing. I got a send-off. I felt like a superstar. It was crazy. <laughs> they did not want me to leave. I promise you. Gifts, food, everything. But it, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was God saying, Ed, you need to be there to do what needs to be done because you're going to touch some people while you're there and you may not ever know what you have done in their life, but they'll know. And most importantly, God knows because I was walking in obedience, right? Now, when we're doing this, we got to think about it. Now, there is a difference between hearing and listening. Okay? I mean, they're both audible type things, right? You got to use your ears to do both of them, right? But I, I think hearing kind of stops at the heart. Yeah, I mean, it goes in through your ears and all that stuff and blah, 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 and hits your brain or whatever. But at some point, the hearing, it just stops. Ask our children. <laughs> Ask our children. It stops. So we've got to learn now to take that hearing to a different level and turn that into listening. That's the only way we're going to be able to know if that's the Lord speaking to us. Last thing we must do, we talked about all of the other things, but we must line everything up with the word of God. That's the Bible. Those are my basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> okay? That's, that's, that's my little Bible, right? I've got to line it up. So my question to me was, well, do I really believe in his word? Do I? Ah, man, I started thinking like, wow. If I'm walking and I have all this fear and anxiety and, and all these questions as to if that's God speaking to me and this and that, maybe I don't believe this word. Maybe I don't believe it. Could be possible, right? I need a checkup from the neck up. Do you think God would do or say anything contrary to what his word says? I want everybody just to ask that to themselves. Whenever you are trying to, when you, you, you think God and you know God is speaking to you, right? Line it up with the word of God and then ask, hey, is this something that's contrary to his word? And if it's contrary to his word, then we know it's not the Lord. Now, the spirit of God will only tell you to do these things, to do things that will give you a more abundant life. And how do we know that? We've got to be in our words. 
We talked about, you know, uh, give an example of, let's say, a forgiveness. When we ask some people for forgiveness, a lot of us don't want to ask for forgiveness, right? We don't, we don't want to apologize to others. We want to carry the weight around. We want to just be real, you know, this and that or whatever. But God is saying, hey, you must ask for forgiveness. And why is he asking us to forgive people? So that we can be free. Forgiveness is not for the other person, but it's for us, right? So that's his way of telling us. And we can line that up with the word of God because there's scriptures all in the Bible about forgiveness or anything else, right? So that's just an example of what I mean by lining up with this word, okay? So now when you begin to operate in fear, again, that's simply not God. So to finish up, I need everybody to check your receiver, find God's frequency, learn to discern his voice, and once you've done that, I need you to line everything up you hear with the word of God and you won't lead you astray. Thank you.